Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. Thanks for joining me today, and it has been approximately a year of the Coach's Edge. It's been about six months of the coachesedge.coach website. And so as we look back on this past year, we thought we would do somewhat of a year in review episode of what the Coach's Edge podcast has looked like, where it's going moving forward, kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit, some of the surprises, some of the things that we've learned along the way, as well as getting into coachesedge.coach and some of the things that went into that, some of the things we're going to do with it moving forward, how, you know, has there been any surprises or, or what's kind of been behind the scenes to help us make it uh, what it is to help all the coaches that we work with. And so I'm joined by Coach Anthony Troshak, who's very much been in the beginning phases of the website and the podcast. And he asked me some questions. I asked him some questions about, um, you know, where we are now, where we want to be, what it's going to take for us to get there. What are some of the things that we did to, to build it to what it is? so far we have a long way to go we still feel like we're very much in the baby stages but at the same time we're really excited about um where we are right now and then at the end we really talk about some of our favorite books that we've read during the pandemic and some of the takeaways that we've learned from reading books coach troshak is an avid book reader i try to read as much as i can throughout the course of the year as well and so we share some of our favorite books and some of those takeaways as we finish out the podcast so thanks again for listening If you enjoy it, please leave a positive rating and review. That goes a long way. And here's to another great year of the Coach's Edge podcast. All right, Coach. Um, It's been virtually a year um, since you started the Coach's Edge podcast and also the Coach's Edge program. Um, Take us um, back through the journey that this year has brought um, for yourself um, with creating the Coaches Edge podcast and the platform that is that is currently helping a lot of coaches. Well, I'm glad. First off, I'm glad to have you as a part of the Coaches Edge. You've been a huge contributor in a lot of ways to everything that we're doing for the podcast, for the website, for all the coaches that we we try to serve. But um, man, it's unique with the pandemic because what we had planned for the Coaches Edge um, was was in the works for a couple of years. In 2017, I started an online training program for players. And I don't know what percentage, but you know, a third at least were high school basketball coaches. And so the wheel started turning back in 2017 saying, okay, if high school basketball coaches would like access to all of my drills, there's clearly a need for other things as well that they can access online. Obviously, technology continues to move at a faster pace. So can we make that easier for coaches to get access to all the things that are going to help them become a coach? So um, as I was envisioning what was going to make up the coach's edge, it wasn't like I just had this great idea because I didn't. I just saw that there was a need based on some other things that I was already doing and say, okay, well, I think I can help fill that need for a lot of the coaches that, that we were working with. And you know, the, the vision behind it was, well, let me put it this way. Let me ask you a question. You're a high school basketball coach. As a coach, what do you want to do as a high school coach? What are the things that you want to do? I want to impact players' lives um, for the better uh, through the game of basketball. Um, as a coach, I want to constantly improve 
learn, get better and have an opportunity to work on like areas I need to improve on. And that could be, I need more skill development for my players, or that could be, I need more X's and O's or more culture stuff. But overall, I want to have a program that is thought of as one of the best around and kind of the standard um, and not just like wins and losses, like of how we carry ourselves and, you know, the type of players and the type of staff that we have. Absolutely. So you you gave some examples, you gave some specifics to it as well. And so the vision of the coach's edge is to help you do all those things better and more efficiently. That's it. That's the vision of the coach's edge, to do what you want to do as a coach better and more efficiently. Now, how we go about that is, is a wide variety of ways, whether that's, like you said, individual skill development. Another coach might be strategy. Another coach might be building their youth program and some of the culture that they're trying to build from the youth level, junior high level, all the way on up to the high school level. That part could vary. But in the end, it's about helping coaches do what they want to do, just better and more efficiently, like being another part of the coaching staff, essentially. So that, that's the that's the vision. That's the need um, that, that we started. And when the pandemic hit, everything kind of got moved up uh, into, into hyperdrive because I wasn't able to travel around, run camps, and the schools that I was working with, all of them were shut down due to, due to COVID. So I was like, all right, I'm locking in on, on a coach's edge. But in order for us to get the word out and to start building the website, I really felt like we needed a podcast. I really felt like we needed a podcast because when it comes to developing as a coach, I had to look at myself and say, what are some of the best ways that I personally develop and learn as a coach? And for me, I feel like some of the, the most cutting edge information that I get about the game of basketball is through audio. It's through podcast. I mean, th those things are fire. Like if I had to break down some of the ways that I learn, I, I really like, like books for me at this point, at least are really good about like self-development culture, communication, when it comes to basketball podcast, there's a ton of things from, you know, strength and conditioning, from strategy, how coaches run their program. Also from a culture standpoint, a lot of that, that I'm learning is through audio. And then obviously with the pandemic, there's been um, more Zoom type clinics and things that we're able to learn from. So knowing that was the perfect kind of template for how we want to start building this out. And it didn't hurt that my brother has a, a pretty large podcast platform already um, with, with his with Cold Shower Media. So I've been interviewed enough times and I saw a little bit of the back end of how a podcast works. And I said, okay. I don't have to be a genius to have a podcast, you know, and hopefully some people will listen to it, which, which they have. So saying, okay, let's, let's start this podcast. Let's start helping coaches. Let's start interviewing coaches, sharing some of our own philosophies and insights that we're passionate about the game. And meanwhile, we're starting to build out this website, building out information for coaches to access with hundreds of videos from player development, strategy, drills, culture, leadership, uh, athleticism. And then, as I mentioned before, one of the best ways, especially during the pandemic that I've been able to learn and many other coaches have been able to learn is through Zoom clinics, online presentations. So I was like, okay, now that also has to be a part of the coach's edge. So we started building that out with what is now our, our 
bi-weekly membership meetings with all of our Coaches Edge members. And so all of this started to take shape with the pandemic. And honestly, that's what I think we're going to look back on in five or 10 years, as much as this has sucked and we, we don't wish it uh, to ever happen. There are things that we're going to be able to look at, at five, 10, 20 years from now and say, because of that difficult situation, we were able to build out some pretty cool things that maybe we wouldn't have, or we wouldn't have done it as soon as we did, but due to the situation we were in, we made that happen earlier. Oh, and that's, that's, that's kind of where, what I was going to ask next, um, you talked about the pandemic and everything and your vision of it is when you originally thought of the, the coach's edge and you decided to do a podcast and then build the platform with the website, um, how has that vision changed? What sort of some challenges that you've ran into? So what are some pleasant surprises um, that have been brought on by the podcast and the platform? Well, first off, I'll say this, and you're, you're a big reason for this too, is I knew that if, if I wanted to make coachesedge.coach everything that it could be, I certainly couldn't do it alone. And, you know, that everybody knows success doesn't happen alone. Great things accomplished by anyone do not happen alone. And so for me to kind of have this idea of what I wanted the Coach's Edge to look like, I said, okay, I got to surround myself with some people that I trust. And so I have a, a technology web guy named Andrew, and he built the website based on some, some ideas and how we wanted it to, to look. We had Drew Lehman, strength coach at Trine University. I said, I don't have a, I'm not certified in strength and conditioning. I mean, I know my way around the weight room, but as far as building a college level strength and conditioning program in season, I, I want somebody who's certified. I want somebody who does that for a living to create the Coach's Edge program. So we got Andrew in. Shortly after that, I reached out to you. And one of the reasons that I reached out to you is because you and I are very different. And so I needed somebody who didn't think the same way that I think. Somebody that was gonna challenge me, that was gonna throw out different ideas, someone that could look at something and I could see, I could see red and green and you could see blue and yellow. And we could say, okay, let, let's start to paint this picture based on some of the different colors that, that we're seeing. And so you've been a big piece of that. And then, so then later we, we brought on AJ Burton, who's been a great contributor, great insight as a college coach, and he's taken it to a whole another level. And so um, with, with this vision that I had from the start, I knew I had to surround myself with people that I trusted, people that had different experiences, levels of expertise, that I didn't have so we can complement each other uh, the most. And so that's been not a surprise, but something that I'm so glad I did from the very beginning, instead of trying to get this going and doing it all, just, just me kind of ramming my head against the wall and trying, you know, trying to make things fit right from the start. I was like, I'm just going to put, get people around me that, that know their way around certain areas of the game better than I do. Um, and so that's been, not necessarily a surprise, um, but probably the best decision that I made when we started this out. What, what did you think when I asked you to be a part of the Coach's Edge? Uh, I was uh, extremely honored and excited. And I was like, you know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but everything you've done has been golden. So I was like, yeah, I I'm all aboard. 
even though I didn't even, I remember us talking, we were trying to picture something we both couldn't even picture. It was like, you know, we were in the dark and we're trying to, you know, throw darts at, or whatever, but we could not, like we were basically talking about something that we weren't sure how it was going to look. Um, so it was exciting. It was a little bit of like, how's this going to go? And what am I going to, you know, need? And for me, you know, you personally, a good friend of mine, but somebody I look up to. And I was like, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to help Steve out, I got to be all in and I got to do it to the best of my ability. And then when I had the opportunity to kind of say, hey, I know a guy that's pretty darn good that can do some stuff that I can't. And that's Coach Burton. And he had a little more time this year. And that's how I kind of got started with their season getting canceled. So I was like, you know, he's even better. <laughs> and if I can have that and with the coach's edge and give help that way, have Steve help or have AJ help Steve out, it's even going to make the program better. Um, but it was exciting and I was honored and I'm glad to be a part of it. And I think it's helped me out as a coach and a person. Um, kind of like, you know, anything you do, the more you talk about it, like these podcasts are extremely helpful for just public speaking and talking and, you know, reinforcing concepts, reinforcing different things we talk about culture. Um, and it's really helped me out as a coach learn and grow um, from that, that aspect. So as, as I'm thinking about the, the coach's edge, there's really four basic questions that I try to ask myself. And I think this is beneficial for any of our listeners because I think it applies to life. I think it applies to business. I think it applies to being a basketball coach uh, for sure. But it's asking yourself, where am I now? Where do I want to be? And what's the process that it's going to take in order to get there? Knowing that there is no finish line. So when I say getting there, there is no, hey, I'm here. And you look around, you're like, now I don't have anything to do. You're never there, right? We're, we're always in this process of continuing to grow and continuing to learn. But from the coach's edge standpoint, it was, where are we now? It's just an idea. Where do we want to be? We want this to be a living, breathing website and meetings and all of these things that coaches can, can use an app. And so how do we get there? And so now you're asking yourself, what's the process? And how long is it going to take? And so where are you now? Where do you want to be? What's the process to get there? And how long is it going to take? And so this, those four questions are how I base, honestly, my, probably my whole business and a lot of, of my life is just trying to break down those four questions. And when I do that, the plan automatically starts to come into place. Okay, here's some things I need to do from um, a strategy X is no standpoint. Who can I contact to make sure that's getting accomplished? What does the website need to look like? When does that need to be up by? Okay, we're looking for an app. So I need to start looking at different app structures. Okay, here are the drills that we do. Okay, here's 300 some drills I already have recorded, but I don't have these 50. So the next time I'm in the gym, I'm gonna record those. And so you start to develop the plan for, for what you wanna do um, so that you know that vision little by little starts to become a reality. And yeah, I think you ask yourself those couple questions from a basketball standpoint, from a program standpoint, and you can start to put uh, on paper, make sure you do it on paper, write it down, take notes. Um, that will help you a lot. And you can really start to see on that sheet of paper, some of the steps that are gonna start to come out for you of what you need to do, business, life, 
or basketball. And speaking on steps and building out that plan, um, what's next? Uh, where, where, where are we going with this? Where are you going with the podcast and the coach's edge? Talk about, talk a little bit about what's next. What's next. I love that. Um, so this summer I had, uh, I was talking to, a, um, someone and I was telling him we started this podcast. We're in this process of building this website. And he said, wow, you had a pandemic and you started a podcast. Like that's probably not a very smart idea. You know, you don't make any money from a podcast and blah, blah, blah. I was like, pump the brakes. You don't have the vision. I got the, the vision. I know where this is going. Right. And, and the podcast is an important piece of it. It's just the first step. And so with, with, with that, it's a very vital piece of the coach's edge, but it's a stepping stone for some of the place that we want to be. I was talking to a coach uh, earlier this week. He's saying, Steve, and I was breaking down the coach's edge. He's like, Steve, this is going to grow. What are you going to do when it grows? <laughs> I said, we're going to get more people to do this thing. Because honestly, in 10 years, the coach's edge is essentially a branch of Kramer basketball. But in 10 years, I think that the coach's edge will be bigger than Kramer basketball. And Kramer basketball, for those who don't know, is my actual business, my LLC, running camps, running clinics, training, online training, speaking, all that stuff. I think the coach's edge in 10 years will be the biggest part of, of what is Kramer basketball. Um, just because of, I think, the model that we have in place. I think we had a great ground floor of the people that are involved. And I see that it could take a bunch of different turns and directions because that's what life does. You start going down a certain path and then things get thrown at you and, and you realize, oh, there's a door wide open to my left when I'm trying to go through a wall right here. That's the spot to go. So those things happen. But I really believe that helping, helping coaches, helping programs, working with players like I already do um, is going to be something that the coach's edge continues to, to grow and evolve and in a lot of ways overtake Kramer basketball as a whole and into what I hope I hope it becomes. Um, when I started Kramer basketball, I hated I hated the name Kramer basketball because it was my name and I didn't want the business to be Kramer basketball. I didn't want people to think Kramer basketball but I'm not the most creative guy. So I was thinking of all these names and people are doing like elite basketball, whatever, and all this stuff. And I'm thinking of all these names and all the names I thought of, I hated to, I was like, I'm just going to call it Kramer basketball. People will at least like be able to associate the business with like the person who's working with these kids. Well, fast forward a long time and I finally feel like I got a decent name which is the coach's edge I really like the coach's edge I think it really symbolizes what we're trying to do for for coaches and programs which is give them an edge and an advantage so um, that was a really long-winded answer I'm, I'm fired up I'm passionate about it um, we're just getting started the coach's edge came out at the end of October so I mean it hasn't even been out a full year with our membership and our website and I think by the time October 2021 hits, we're going to look back and be like, man, look how far we came within just the first year of the website. And then five years from now, we're going to be blown away. And what does that website look like? Maybe it's more of like just an app instead of kind of both. Maybe it's, you know, grown into all these other aspects of what the coaches edge look like. But um, I'm confident that's going to happen, even though I don't have a, a clear picture at this point, because it's still 
we're still kind of in the baby stages of what this is growing to, to become as we help still help a ton of coaches, which is really exciting to me knowing that a year from now, I'm going to look back and see like, man, look how much, you know, now compared to what, you know, while you're doing this podcast. And at the same time, realize that we're helping so many coaches throughout different parts of the country, work with their program, communicate with their kids, um, you know, open their eyes to maybe some different ways to go about a practice or a drill, player development, things of that nature. Uh, that gets me fired up, man. I'm just, I'm just excited for what the future has in store. Definitely. And, you know, for those of you maybe that uh, first time listener or just have been following casually, you know, I challenge you to go out and check out some of the coaches edge, um, you know, things that coach Kramer's put out there or even Kramer basketball. And it is obvious coaches passion, his attention to detail and his ability to build relationships with not only the players he works with, but the coaches he works with and everyone. And it, it's just easy to see that um, from just anything that you've produced. Um, and, you know, that vision, you know, you talking about that has me excited to, to just be a little bit of piece of that. And I'm thankful for that. So thank you, coach. Well, I'm glad, glad you're part of it. And, you know, the, the last things as we get closer to the end of the podcast, I want to talk about the books you've read during the pandemic and some of the biggest benefits and takeaways that um, that you've had and the books that have I read because um, I know we have a lot of listeners who are who are book readers in fact we're one uh, parent who's listened to all of our podcasts and he's given me he emailed me and give me like advice on books I'm like oh, this is pretty cool you know and I'm telling one of the books I read again it's just part of the podcast there are people that are have been emailing me from various states that we've never met and it's like we're trying to help each other out which is a really really cool thing we have coaches edge members you know, a large percentage of them, the majority of the coaches edge members, I have never met. So it's cool that we've met on Zoom or whatever, but we're still trying to help each other out. That's exciting to me. And the reason that I know this will be successful personally is because I'm willing to sacrifice a lot to make it happen. I'm willing to sacrifice a heck of a lot to make sure that this stuff works. And I feel like that was my, my blueprint as a player, I felt like um, as a as a coach, when I was coaching specific teams, I was willing to just put in a ton of time. And knowing that what's my foundation, what are my values, and knowing that there's a lot of things in life that really aren't that important. And if we can sacrifice those things without sacrificing the vital things that will allow us to be successful in those things that we really want to strive for. So like, I'm not going to sacrifice important relationships in my life for my business, for the coach's edge. I'm not going to sacrifice my family relationships for the coach's edge, right? Um, I'm going to stay firm in, in my faith as a Christian. That can't be deterred for money or getting another sale or anything like that. Staying true to those values and knowing what I'm not willing to sacrifice. When I know what I'm not willing to sacrifice, I also know what I am willing to sacrifice. So I'm willing to sacrifice sleep. I'm willing to, to sacrifice uh, time on the road. I'm willing to, to sacrifice thousands of, of miles. I'm willing to sacrifice um, the time that some, may, some people may think is, is too much time. And I look at it and say, well, is, is it affecting negatively affecting a relationship? 
No. Okay. Then that that's important to me because that's how important Kramer basketball is. That's how important the coach's edge is. And so that gives me confidence knowing that, you know, what we're, what we're doing here, what we're building here um, is going to be successful because we have people and I've surrounded myself with people like yourself who are willing to sacrifice and put in some time to make things happen. And, um, you know, that's why you're, that's why you're part of this. And I'm honored to be a part of it. And I'm, I look forward to seeing what the future holds um, for the coach's edge and uh, everything that it involves and in it, that it entails. Yeah. I mean, my hope is that in the coming year, I mean, we're going to be able to get, you know, the NFHS, YouTube, Facebook, that allows me to watch all of our teams more than there's even time to do within it, that membership. So being able to see them play, there's some other additional things to the coach's edge that will allow us to study the game at even a higher level. Um, and so, I mean, I haven't taken a dime from any money from the coach's edge from any of our members. I haven't taken a cent from everything is going in, into the business to pay off other people that, that we've done um, because I, I believe in this for, for the long run. And even as we get into next year, there's other things that we're going to be able to do with, with the coach's edge, you know, investing in ways that we can help basketball teams from an analytics standpoint um, so that we can really give them an advantage as far as how they're playing during the season, what they're doing in the games, types of shots that they're going to want to take, some things that they're going to want to stay away from. And that's going to be a big, big benefit. And as we continue to do that, it's only going to help the coaches that we work with even more, which gets me really, really fired up because that's where that's where the real value is for me. It's not a monetary thing. Um, as long as I can do what I do and pay the bills, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. Let's go. You know, how can, how can I help you? Okay. Then that, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and so being able to say, okay, that's, that's the end game. The end game is not so many members. The end game is not anything else. The end game is already where we're at in a sense. We just want to help more people than we already are. And if we continue to do that, we're going to be able to add things to the coach's edge that we don't currently have. So now we're helping the people that we are already members even more. We're going to help the new members, right? And more of them at a higher level uh, as this thing starts to snowball, snowball and grow. So that's really, really exciting stuff for me. Um, coach Stroh, any last question I'm going to ask you about some books. Anything that's really um, stuck out to you or surprised you about, you know, this past year and a half or so where I really kind of tried to bring you on board and say, hey, I want you to be a part of this? Your um, willingness to kind of give myself and even Coach Burton freedom. And there's never been a deadline where you're like, hey, I need, we need some based on out of bounds ways or we need some content you really do a great job of just kind of empowering us with what we want to do and, and trusting us with, Hey, what we think coaches are going to benefit from the most. Um, so that is one, you know, benefit um, from being part of the program. And the other benefit uh, for myself is the, the zooms and the weekly or biweekly um, zooms. Sometimes, you know, I'll talk, I feel like a little too much, but sometimes I just get to sit back and learn from other coaches, learn from yourself and really also create like a, a support group, a support, especially with this last season and how it all mm -hmm. went from us zooming at the beginning, um, was it December, January, just wondering if we're going to have a season. 
and talking to coaches from other states that you brought on that talked to a couple of us coaches in Michigan, and they were able to kind of give us um, some insight on, and I know Coach Campbell talked about this when he was on the podcast, but some insight on what, what, we, what we can expect um, when we start our season. And that helped me out tremendously. And, you know, th- those are something I look forward to um, every time we have them and they're highly beneficial. And I'm looking to, like, I'm, I'm looking at the future and seeing where, where those are going to go. And I'm kind of excited about the different possibilities we have with those live learnings, those Zooms. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities from presentations, guest speakers, the roundtable discussions, and endless amount of topics that basketball coaches can, can talk about is exciting stuff for me. Um, we're going to take a quick break, word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Before we get into our interview, we'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, serving mid-Michigan in the thumb with their big three automotive needs. They have a wide range of products from Chevy, Buick, Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. They also have a large selection of pre-owned vehicles with one of the largest selections of trucks in the state they are sure to fit your needs. Standish and Gladwin are truck country. Stop in and see them today. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, they will get you right. When I lived in Ohio, I still went all the way up to Standish because I knew they were going to take care of me when it came to getting a new vehicle. Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, they are all about service. Welcome back to second part as we finish out the Coach's Edge podcast. And uh, for those listening, Coach Troshak is, is an avid reader. Uh, you know, I, I consider him uh, really in-depth with how he looks at culture and leadership. And a big part of that is learning from others. big part of learning from others is reading books. And um, so, Coach, I wanted to hear what some of the most vital books that you've read during the pandemic have been and what impact they've made on you. Um, I'll start with a couple that I know that you've um, also read uh, so that way we can kind of discuss them together. Um, and overall, actually, I've gone from uh, reading the books to doing a little Kindle. And now I'm actually big into Audible and listening to them because, you know, on drives, uh, you know, we, we traveled up north a lot this summer because my in-laws live up north. Um, also, I could listen to them when I was like working out or running. It was awesome. So I have. But the only one thing I'll notice is like sometimes I'll daydream. And I'm like, what did I just listen to? And I got to rewind for a couple minutes. So my uh, overall grasp of the content isn't as as good as if I were to read it. But one of the one one of the books I read that was really phenomenal and it didn't really have anything to do with culture necessarily, but it was entertaining. Um, I listened to it and it, it can't hurt me. Um, I know you listened to it by David Goggins. Um, and just overall, just his story is compelling. Um, it's motivational. It's one that I like would listen to while working out. And then I'd be like, I just keep going. You know, he's, <laughs> he's just an absolute, he's a different beast. And um, he's intense. Um, you, if you buy the book, just a warning, there's a lot of cursing and swearing in it. Um, same with audio. But a couple things that stuck out, well, one thing that stuck out to me was when he talked about the end of his life and he's like, I don't care if you believe in God or not. It, it doesn't matter. But at, at the end of your life, you know, you're going to sit down and somebody's going to say, here's what you could have been. Here's what you could have been in life. 
and that really hit home of like, you know, am I doing everything, everything I can every single day to be the best version of myself? Because at the end of the day, his, his fear, and it would be the same, I would agree with my fear is you get to that, you know, that heaven or wherever you're going. And they say, here, here's what you were, but here's what you could have been. And I even shared that with our players and, you know, as, as a player standpoint, as you know, when you graduate, you know, what happened if, what happened if there was a highlight reel of here's, here's who you were, but here's a highlight reel of who you could have been if you made sacrifices, if you put in the extra time, you know, all those little things. So that was like one thing that really stuck, struck home for me, but there's a ton of great stories in that book. Um, um, like I said, highly motivational, highly entertaining book. what do you think of it? Yeah, I mean, I won't talk too much more about it because you said it much better than I, I can. But if I had to sum it up in, you know, a sentence or two after reading that book, it was just a reminder of you're capable of more than you think you are. And what does he call it? The 40% rule? 40% rule, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so just so many examples within that book of where you think the tank's empty, but it's not. It's not empty. And you're capable of more than you actually think you are. And it's it's many times mind over matter as far as getting yourself over that, that hump, that obstacle, that challenge, whatever it is to be able to do what you're capable of, of, of doing. So that was the biggest takeaway for me. Well, that definitely one, yeah, the 40% rule is huge. Um, and really, yeah, it makes sense that you're really, you know, completing 40% of what you're capable of. Um, another one that I know you read that I read, but this, I don't know if this was during the pandemic. It might've been right at the beginning. I think I finished it actually um, last spring, but Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, he also has a tremendous newsletter that he sends out um, every week. Um, if not more, I might even, I feel like I get them every yeah, day. Yeah, three, two, one. Yeah, it's a, it's a great newsletter. And uh, some takeaways I took from that is just trying to be 1% better. So he's talking about the racing team. You remember that part in the book? And one of the things that the team did there, it was, um, they struggled. They hadn't had much success, but this racing team, this biking team, um, cycling, uh, they painted the inside of their van white so they could see like any dirt or anything because that would end up, you know, being on the bikes, getting gears, things like that. It would, sl it would slow them down. So they were looking for anything to be 1% better because, in the book, talk about it. If we can improve one percent in this area, we can improve one percent in the area, and we can improve one percent in that area. You know, at the end of the day, we're going to be much better off. Um, so that was one thing that was really interesting from that book. I'd highly recommend it for anybody. You know, looking to kind of change their everyday habits because you know habits kind of form who we are in the long run. Um, another one was like removing bad habits from your life, and the example it used was. And I, I've used this with students that I teach. It, I say, you know, if you want to break a bad habit from your phone, or let's say you play a lot of video games, he talks about removing them and making them hard to access. So it's kind of a pain to get. So he's like saying, you know, if you have a video game system, every time you're done playing it, you unplug it, you wrap the controllers up and you put it in your closet. So the next time you have to play it, well, you got to go through that hassle. Um, and that was just kind of interesting to me of like, you know, changing your environment, changing the environment to best suit um, your your aspirations and your goals, whether it's you need to remove your phone more and you want to focus more with your family. All right, then you have a safe spot for that. That's away 
and you know maybe you have a lock on or whatever it might be um, but really changing your environment in, in order to um, achieve the goals and the visions and missions that you have for yourself mm. oh, that's great i really there's so many great takeaways and yeah he applies kind of some studies and some research and so that's a really great great book to read um, my biggest takeaway was the the compound effect of small things done over time and uh, i'll use a personal example normally i would get up about 6 a.m okay normally i get up about 6 a.m and i knew that i wanted to start getting up earlier in the morning and as i was reading this book it really talked about uh, if, if you can do something, say 10 minutes compared to, okay, you're going to get up an hour earlier. If you do something that's so, so difficult or out of that comfort zone, it's going to be easier for you to, okay, you failed, you didn't quite get it. And so then you go back to what you were comfortable with. But if you can slowly start to work your way, chip away, small victory, small wins, little steps, then you can start to look back and see how far you've come. So I started to set my alarm for 5.50 a.m. I did it for a month, getting up at 5.50 a.m. And then I was like, okay, I got this. Now what can I do? I was like, I'm gonna, you know, and getting up before six in my mind is really, really early. Not that I wasn't doing it, but I got, with, with the pandemic, I was not doing it. So I was getting up, you know, workouts. When I was back at Univo Sibling Schools, I would get up and I would do a workout and then I would be in school all day. And then I would do a second workout. And so I'd work out like three or four hours per day. And I would be <laughs> working at USA, helping out for like eight hours. But then I got started to get away from that with the pandemic and moving down to South Carolina and having more of my own schedule. I was like, I got to get back to, to some of those things. So then it was like, okay, now I'm getting up at 530. I'm getting up at 515. And so now I'm getting up between 430 and five o'clock every single day. And it's, if I tried to do that right away, I, I would have failed, I really think. But because I started with 10 minutes a day and looking at it and saying, okay, if I get up 10 minutes a day, but I do that Monday through Friday, that's almost an hour of productivity every single week that I have that I didn't have before. And um, so just kind of being able to look at that little compound effect and start to build it out over time is, is really made my life a lot more um, efficient uh, since reading that book. Yeah, and I would agree that, you know, in a, in multiple, a lot of books that I've read, whether it's self-help, trying to reach your goals, um, trying to be the best version of yourself, I'll talk about winning the morning, you know, you know, priming your day. And from any, you know, even the, the Goggins book talks about that. Um, but it, it's a great way to you know, set the table for the rest of your day. And I've noticed personally when I'm get up in the morning and I accomplish something, whether it's a workout, whether it's just watching film, you know, whatever it might be, you know, my day seemed to start out on the right foot. Um, I know you read Every Moment Matters by John O'Sullivan. And this is probably, if I were, if a coach were like, hey, you know, what's the one book you recommend for coaching? I'd say this one. Uh, it just really entails so much like I could I could we could have a whole podcast about this if we want to um but basically you know the start of the book goes like this it's John telling a story about how he received I think it was either a letter or a call from a former player and the former player is just really thanking him for 
everything he did for him. And he says, you know, every time when I'm struggling or I feel like quitting, I hear your voice inside my head coach and I can't thank you enough. And John's telling his, I think, assistant about it. And he says, well, that, you know, his assistant says, that's awesome. That must feel great. But John thinks differently and he goes, yeah, but I can't help but think of all those other players and the ones that I didn't have those, that relationship with and that might be thinking something different inside their head. They might be hearing my voice, but it's with a different tone and it's saying different words. And then it just dives into so many different avenues that involve coaching um, culture. It even dives into like, you know, youth development and structure of practice. It encompasses everything. And even talks about in the beginning of the book, he created the book so you wouldn't have to read it, you know, in order, you could just hop in. And, and that's what I do after I read it. I'll just hop back and check my notes. And every time I check my notes, I'm like, man, I forgot about that. That is just golden stuff. Um, that's like I said, that's my personal, one of my personal favorite books. And if a coach were to ask, you know, one book that they'd recommend to them, Every Moment Managed by John O'Sullivan is phenomenal. And the, the awesome thing about that book is you, every coach, is going to find value in it. And it may be a different chapter. It may be a different section. Um, you know, like, like you said, they'll talk about multi-sport athletes. There's a section on that. Um, he talks about practices and, and youth development. And you, you start to learn about how, you know, these young minds learn and develop. Um, and there's also, you know, the culture pieces and it's formulated in a way where like there's lists, there's, there's bullet points, there's things that are in order. It's not just a book that you're flipping through. So it makes it easy for me, you know, that book is full of highlights and all these pages that I can go back and, and look to that provide a lot of benefit. And as you mentioned, because there's such variety in that book, it's really a Swiss army knife for a basketball coach. Whether you've been coaching for 20 years and there's something in there that you can learn. If you're brand new to coaching, you can read that book and it's going to start to give you ideas and areas that you haven't thought about, but that are essential to building your program, your culture, how you communicate, the relationships that you have. Um, and so those, I know I sent those earlier to you, but those were my three favorite books that I read uh, during the pandemic, Atomic, Atomic Habits, Can't Hurt Me, and Every Moment Matters. And those are three books that I'll continue to look back on probably for, for a really long time to, to pick up little tidbits and insights. Were, were there any other books that really stood out to you this past year? Yeah, um, I won't go into too much detail, but um, one of them is called Shift Your Mind by Brian uh, Levinson. He also has a great um, newsletter, sign up for it. But the gist of the book in the overview of the book is how you shift your mind from practice to performance. And like, I'll use one example is in practice, you want to kind of get out of your comfort zone. You really want to work hard to the point where maybe you go over the same skill over and over again until you get it right. But in a game, you have to, you're playing. So you have to be a little more free. You can't, you know, worry about the last mistake where in practice, you probably, you know, if you make that mistake, you want to correct it. It's practice. That's what you're there. You're there to get better, but in a game, you got to forget it. So it, it's really cool how he breaks down each chapter. Um, and it's, there's like six shifts that you need to shift your mind from practice to performance. 
Um, so I found that beneficial. I mean, if you haven't checked it out, maybe, you know, I could re-listen to it and you could re-listen to it. We could do a podcast on it. I would love that. And for me personally, that's when I find the most benefit out of books is when I can talk to somebody else about it. Cause like I mentioned before, sometimes I'm listening to them. I'm going to drive. I listen to them. I soak it in. I'll absorb a little bit of it, but then the rest is just lost. And the more I talk about it, the more I can, you know, communicate it with somebody else. I think it, it reinforces it. And, and I think coaches would really benefit out of that one. That's one. Um, there's another one called the coaching habit. And I think it's titled like say less, ask more and the changes, um, the way you lead forever. Basically the gist of the book is how, how we ask questions and it's not just coaching, but in life. And it starts with saying like, instead of a lot of people are quick to give advice, you know, and quick to give opinions. And like the difference between a pest and a guest is an invitation. So it basically talks about like asking somebody a question and Facebook, it, it says like, you know, Facebook used to say, I think it still does say what, what's on your mind. And that's the question. So if you, if somebody comes up to you and they need something, you know, what's on your mind. And then the next question it really dives into, and it talks about this being the most important question you can ask somebody. And the question is, and what else? And then you just pause. And then you ask them, you know, like, what's your biggest challenge right now? Um, how can I help you overcome that? And it just basically is a good book of being able to help. It could be help players. It could be help a staff member. It could be your, your marriage, whatever it might be. Um, it's a pretty good book about basically saying less, listening more, being an active listener and helping people, um, you know, solve issues problem solve and work with them instead of just, you know, spewing out advice. So what was the, it was called coaching habits or say less, listen more. It's called the coaching habit. And then like, it's a long title. Then it oh, says, okay, okay. say less, ask more and change the way you lead forever. Cool. Awesome. I will definitely be Michael Stainer getting both of both of those. Um, this was, this was great. Um, it was fun to look back on the past year of the, of the Coach's Edge podcast, and it's been about six months uh, approximately with coachesedge.coach, which uh, we just finished up registration for that. We'll open it back up probably for about a week in late July approximately, and you know, this is this is something that we're only going to open up a handful of times throughout the course of the year. I think we'll continue to open it up in the fall and the spring and in the summer winter we're shutting it down we're locking it down and we're just helping the the coaches that are that are in there that's that was a, a good idea um starting out to to do that the way we did this year um and we'll continue to do that moving forward um coach Joe, thanks for being a part of the, of the episode um you were on our first podcast right as we introduced what this was was going to look like and um i listened to our intro episode maybe a week or two ago. And I probably only listened to like a minute or two and I was cringing at how terrible I thought uh, we sounded. It was pretty embarrassing. And uh, I know we still have a long, a long way road to improvement to go, but we have, I can prove we have come a long way in the past year. <laughs> I don't know about, I don't know about me, but definitely you've done a lot more than, than I have. So your improvement is probably growing exponentially. Compared to mine. <laughs> a lot of practice, right? <laughs> cool. Well, this was fun. Thanks for being a part of the, the Coach's Edge. Thank you uh, for listening. Again, podcast is free, but it takes a, a lot of time and energy to get the topics, set up the meetings, find find guests. So 
if you're listening and you appreciate that at all, if you could leave a positive rating and review, I would really appreciate it. I would really, really appreciate it. That would go uh, a long way. Again, if there's any tidbit in here uh, that you found beneficial, that's why we're trying to do it. Trying to give you an, ed an edge, an advantage, help you out as, as a coach. So thank you for listening. Um, best wishes and everything you guys are doing, coaching, impacting lives. Keep up the great work. And as always, get after today. That was fun to look back on this past year, the coach's edge, and to really be able to verbalize, to speak where we think the coach's edge is going to go with the podcast and with our membership site. Um, it's been awesome to to grow in just the six months that it's been it's been active with the website as well. Um, thank you for listening. Again, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you to all of our members. Thank you to all of our contributors. Uh, we wouldn't be doing the cool and fun stuff that we're doing without you. I'm super excited to get our camp season up and running in a few weeks as we start to travel the country, um, working with programs once again. Um, and if you find this beneficial, uh, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. That goes a really long way. I certainly appreciate it, as do all of our other members, listeners, and contributors. If you have questions about the Coach's Edge and how we strive to help basketball coaches in their programs, be sure to reach out to me, contact at crimbasketball.com. Thanks again and get after it today.